0: Hey there, I'm Rachel Roberts, and this is Don't Sleep On It by HuffPost. Today, we're discussing one country's bold plan for public transportation and the best way to say no to yet another holiday party invite. But first, Saudi Arabia-funded lobbyists paid for rooms at President Donald Trump's Washington Hotel within a month of the 2016 presidential election and kept coming back. The Washington Post reported they racked up more than 500 nights in three months, citing documents and organizers of the stays. The Saudi-backed organizers were putting up veterans who were offered a free trip to Washington to help lobby against a law that Saudi Arabia opposed. Some military veterans interviewed by the Post said they felt they'd been used twice—once for Saudi Arabia and again to pay Trump. This is significant, spotlighting Trump's business interests once again. The D.C. and Maryland Attorneys General served subpoenas to the Trump Organization and a dozen related businesses on Wednesday. The lawsuit alleges that Trump is profiting from foreign and state spending at his D.C. hotel, in violation of the Constitution's ban on gifts from foreign governments. But the Justice Department has signaled it may try to fight the evidence-gathering process. To note, the Saudi royal government and its allies have spent tens of millions on Trump's hotels and condos. The Trump Organization didn't immediately answer HuffPost's requests for comment. And one country is putting their money where their trains are when it comes to climate change. In an effort to reduce traffic congestion and the environmental impact of cars, Luxembourg has announced a plan to become the first country in the world to make all of its public transportation free. The European country's recently re-elected coalition government, led by Prime Minister Xavier Bettel, has promised to eliminate fares on trains, trams, and buses nationwide by summer 2019, The Guardian reported. As the paper noted, however, some of the finer points of the plan have yet to be ironed out, including whether trains will still have first- and second-class compartments, and if so, whether riders will be charged for more luxurious accommodations but the coalition ultimately hopes that free public transportation will encourage commuters to take buses and trains instead of clogging roads with their cars. It's all aboard for Luxembourg. With the holidays come holiday parties. Your inbox is probably receiving yet another ugly sweater party invite as I speak. With only 31 days in the month, there's probably some shindigs you're going to say no to. But how do you do it without sounding like the Grinch? Well. Never fear, we're here to tell you how to let down a party host with grace and ease. First off, know that it's okay to say no in the first place. It can feel uncomfortable, but saying yes to everyone and ignoring your own needs is a recipe for feeling overwhelmed and unhappy. And remember, constantly saying yes affects you more profoundly than refusing an invitation impacts the host, who probably won't be fixated on your absence anyway. So how do you do it? Etiquette expert Diane Gotsman says people tend to overexplain when they decline an invitation. Instead, keep your response simple and straightforward. She suggests being ready in advance, so you have a plan when an invitation comes through. Simply say, thank you so much, I need to check my calendar and get back to you. Or you can say, it sounds like it's going to be a wonderful party, but unfortunately I have already committed to other plans. Beyond that, it is not necessary to elaborate on an excuse. And it doesn't matter if your other plans are another party or staying at home to wrap presents and watch movies in your pajamas. Plans are plans. Ultimate expert advice, don't lie. You run the risk of feeling guilty, which is precisely what you're trying to avoid when you refuse an invitation. So now you can party on this holiday season, but on your own terms. And here's what else you shouldn't be sleeping on. House Minority Leader Nancy Pelosi said Thursday that election officials in North Carolina have a few options for responding to what appears to be an egregious case of election fraud in the state's ninth congressional district. Members of Congress have an option too. They can refuse to seat the leader in that race, Republican Mark Harris. Pelosi told reporters, quote, the House still retains the right to decide who is seated. That is one of the powers of the House of Representatives. Any member-elect can object to the seating and swearing-in of another member-elect. We'll see how that goes," unquote. And the Environmental Protection Agency announced plans Thursday to roll back an Obama-era rule requiring coal-fired power plants to reduce carbon dioxide emissions, defying increasingly desperate international negotiations to scale down planet-warming gases. For more about how these stories develop, head to HuffPost.com. And now, you really gotta get up. Bye!